It's a grizzly. Should we get out of here? No. We're gonna watch and listen. I don't think my music's coming through. Um, no, it is not, ladies and gentlemen. Stand by. It's my dolls. Yeah. These <laughs> daggone dolls. I had special music, everybody. I cannot believe this. Every time. Let me see. Interesting. Well, well, I hear it in the background, sort of. Yeah, well, let's see here. We'll do this real quick, and we'll be right back. Welcome, everybody, to another edition of Grizzlies on the Hunt. Now, everybody's got the night off, but I got my Sonia, the psychic medium from Tennessee. Hi. Yes. So, welcome, Tess. Welcome, Denise. Standing Stones. How are you? Nicole, welcome to the show. Welcome back, Twisted Witch. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Bridget, hello there. Nigel, Luna, Crazy Witch, Standing Stones again. Yeah, we had uh, my dolls playing with my audio equipment again. Hey, Kelly from UK, the Yorkshire. Welcome, Crazy Witch, man. We are in for a show tonight, ladies and gentlemen. I see Susan. Hello. She's saying hello to everybody. Grizzly, Sonia, Standing Stones, Tess H, Denise, the Cold Twist, the Witch, y'all, Urena, Crazy Witch, Urena. Oh, Lu Luna. Sorry. I said that so fast. Hey, Nicole. Hey, everybody. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. We're going to rock it out. 
And my music, there it goes. It's in and out. So, how are you doing tonight, Sonia? Not too shabby. I am babysitting at the moment. My sister, uh, my sister's gone, and um, her boyfriend's gone to a Grateful Dead concert in Atlanta. And I thought he'd be back by now, but I think I understood. Aha! <laughs> uh-huh. well, Kelly, tell your dad I said hello, mate. From Northern Kentucky, I got my sweet tea with lemon, ladies and gentlemen. So yeah, so uh, everybody had today off. I uh, found out the last moment, uh, but that's all right. I got backups. So guess who I called? The one and the only Sonia. She's like, "What? Yeah." So let's rock it. So what's everybody up to today on Memorial Day? Is there our Labor Day? Is it Memorial Day or Labor Day? I get them damn confused. With a green muscle. No, it's, yeah, it's Memorial Day because it's the soldiers. That's right. Hello, Michael Lewis. Welcome to the show. The dolls are playing with my audio again. So, what are we going to talk about today? Um, you know, I, I don't know. <laughs> uh, so, you know, I've got like 30 minutes to repair. The one with the gold one with the draw on it. Or the, the gemstone on it. I can't talk. The crystals. There we go. The chakras, the crystals, the colors, <laughs> auras. So, yeah, there's all kinds of things we can talk about. Yeah. So, you don't have your deck of cards outside. So, you're going to sew her Sasquatch, everybody. Oh, you do got your deck of cards. Oh, my God. You're messing me up. So, yeah. I do. I Interesting. Do. And I have my pendulum. You do. It's a good place to sit down. I'm barefooted. Most psychics are barefooted. Now, in Kentucky, they would say we're barefooted. I almost said bigfooted. So, now, ladies and gentlemen, keep an eye on the background and the tree line just in case you see something moving. Because you may be surprised what you you may see. Just just giving you a heads up. Ain't that right, crazy witch? Oh, yeah, she's just like, oh, they're over there. You know, no big deal. They're just right there. Which she was, yeah. she was there right when they called you. And about the time I got on the phone, she kind of disappeared. My mom's, my mom's out here, too. We're trying to fix the mower at the moment. The grass is starting to get tall. <laughs> I got you. So, ladies and gentlemen, uh, does Sonia cut that big lawn? Yes, she does. She rides a riding lawn mower. I so, do. yeah, she yeah. does. Uh, yeah, she does <laughs> most of the chores. That is correct. Absolutely. We have chickens. Uh, but she goats. does have goats. She's got right, goats. <laughs> and what did you name it? Grizzly, right? No, it's my sister's dog. They're going to name him Orion. She wasn't going no, to. Oh, it's got to be called Grizzly. Come on. <laughs> hey, Joanne Jackson. Hi again. Everybody's well. Hope you're doing well. So, where do we want to start out with? Oh, what sounds I don't know, flavoring? Just, really lately, it's been a um. We got the like I don't know I don't know. <laughs> I'm kind of like crazy witch. Where do you want to start at, Joanne Jackson? Where do you want to start at? Yeah, Let's start somewhere. I even give you a little music to get you involved in. Come on now. Okay, my brain is, in, it, my, for the last two weeks, 
my brain isn't working right. It's just I well, feel I like that. that. Oh, yeah. Well, it's been really hard. It's been it's been hard to make words. Uh, it's been really hard to talk to like communicate. Obviously, um, it's just it's been rough. It's been hard. It's been hard to. There's a lot of energy that's been shifting is what Peter, Angela, and all the other psychics has been talking about for the past two or three weeks. Almost a month. Yeah. And, so. and it's, it's different than normal energy shifts. This is, I don't know how to explain it. It's, um, I don't know. I don't know. I don't think I struggle. I don't think I usually struggle this hard. Like, especially during Gemini season coming up. Like, Gemini's are my best friends, and I usually, I usually survive this time of year, and I feel like I'm not at my peak. <laughs> well, Joanne Jackson says, surprise us. It's all you. Yes. So, all right. So, what do you want to start out with? So, we can talk about, you know, you want to do cards? Okay. You're good at cards. You're good at everything that you do. <laughs> She's very bashful. Um, I mean, I my brain's just not working. But I mean, uh, reading cards is easy. It gives me something I can focus on and like look at. If I was reading something, it's much easier. But right now, like I've been thinking, well, my my nephew, I'm watching him, and he's autistic, and he's he's a, he's a lot to handle, and um, communicating with him. I I, I was talking. To, I've been talking to a couple of different people. Uh. So can you know do telekinesis and talk talk to autistic kids, you know, through their minds. And what I can talk to them like that. Well, like it's um, the ability to be able to, you know, communicate telepathically. Um, and uh, some people who have the power of telekinesis can move things with their minds. But I mean, we all have these abilities. We just we don't use enough of our brains to be able to open up and use them on a daily. We just don't know how. We just haven't been taught. We've been dumbed down. Not to mention they put fluoride in the water, which makes us docile and um, causes a lot of stuff. I mean, just all the times, all the chemicals we eat, ingest, all the stuff that's in the air, all the stuff that's everywhere, all the microplastics, all of that. So it's, it dumbs down our abilities to be able to use our brains. And now, when I was growing up, kids, we actually yeah. had to squiggle and, and mouthwash fluoride. Did you all have to do that in school, too? Yeah, we did. We did for the first, uh, like, elementary school, you know, until you got old enough to refuse, which you could have done the whole time. Yeah. No, they Right. <laughs> they don't I know do that they anymore, do. though, do they? Yeah. No, I don't, I don't know. But they put it in the water now. And it was, and it's funny too because fluoride, they found out a long time ago that, yeah, it was runoff waste from making bombs. And then they were like, what do we do with all this fluoride? And then they just started experimenting with it. And they're like, oh, well, it whitens teeth, but it makes you, it causes like, uh, it can cause mental retardation in humans, long exposures to it. And if small exposures to it just on the daily will make people docile. So. Yeah. Yeah. They made us go in front of the class and hand us a paper cup, and they're like, "Put it in your mouth, boy, and swish oh it around God. for so many seconds." And we had to. Okay, we're like, "What are cards for?" So, what do you think about near-death experiences and people getting psychic abilities? All right. Well, I think it's like um, a last call to be able to use these things, these powers that we have. We've been also taught 
by religion and a lot of other things that have oppressed people and to being able to use abilities because I think everyone has their own certain abilities. I think everyone has them. Um, I think they're just much stronger with other people and other star seeds and things like that, you know. Um, but I think in the, the, you know, the, God, I can't even talk. The, oh, don't take my mind. Do that. You don't need that. Um, the puppy's running away with my sandals, and my, my nephew's drinking my Mountain Dew. <laughs> but if you have a near-death experience, it is kind of like your last, it, it kind of like sucks you into, you know, your life, you know, it, like a, oh my God, I cannot talk. It kind of sucks you into like, hey, you're wasting your time and you should be using, you know, these abilities that you didn't know that you had. That, and it just opens up parts of your brain. I, I just, I don't know. I think yeah, it's so really turn something on. Joanne Jackson's throwing out a question for you. She wants to know how do I know if my dad is around me? Just when you think of like just all of a sudden you just I'm, I'm sure there's stuff all over your house or all over the place that reminds you of your dad that like you just you'll know because you'll just get these sudden urges like he's there, like you want to talk to him. And uh, it makes you really sad. It really does make you really sad, but it just know that he's he's there. He's just something to check on you. And any time that you think about your loved ones and that have moved on, um, they're still in the universe. You know, we're, we're all connected to the universe. But any time that you think about those loved ones, they're there with you. They they will show up right there with you. So, and that's the thing about like I, I try to tell people like when you're sad. I know it's really hard to not be sad when you think about people that you love so much because you can't physically be with them in this realm, you know. And But when you think about them and you're sitting around think at your house and you're sad and you're, like, really in your feelings about it and you're just upset, you know, they have come to... I'm busy. And they come... and They'll, they'll come to visit you. Like, when they come to visit you, they don't want to sit around, look, you know, watching you be sad and not living your life. That you know, that would just break their heart. So you really got to think about like where you're at emotionally when you set and want to visit with them. You know, you want them not just to be around when you're feeling sad and missing them, but to be around in them happy times. Like, oh, I wish they were here, and make it a happy thing and a positive. So when they're there to visit, you know, it's just it's a positive energy that you see them share instead of a sad and then watching you be sad. That makes so, sense. Jo <laughs> Joanne, I am I'm going to take a, a leap here, and uh, I usually do not do this on the air. Uh, but uh, are you getting dreams off and on of your loved one that's passed on? Are you getting things moved in your house uh, that it's unexplained? Are you hearing noises? Is, does this resonate with you at all? Uh, let me know. Hey, Ron. Ron Parrish is in the house. Uh, I'm also picking up that you are, uh, is there a fragrance or something that you smell from time to time that's kind of awkward or something that's similar to what you are accustomed uh, to him or something? Uh, let me know if this any of this works or is resonating with you. I don't know why. Uh 
Twisted Witch is in a hospital. I'm sorry to hear that. Uh, yes, you do have dreams a lot. And yes, okay. The reason why I'm asking that is that when you asked her that question, I start getting up some information. Uh, right. And I don't know how this information works, so I'm just going to tell you like it is. So this is a part of where your dad is trying to acknowledge that he is in your presence and that sometimes you don't want to understand or don't, I don't want to say believe, but it doesn't make sense at the time. But these are small things that people do in the afterlife to let you know, hey, I'm still here, honey. I'm watching you and I'm with you. So well, those are little key clues. Uh, they do come to you in your dreams. Loved ones do. Uh, so I just wanted to throw that out. And Sonia, you can add to that. Say if I'm right or wrong. Or uh, well, She's the pro dream, here. I'm still a Jedi. <laughs> so. <laughs> like the, the dream realm is like. Um, you yourself. Ask, you can you yourself can like astral project when you dream. Like you can go, you know, and visit through the universe when you dream. Huh? The dreams are visits. Those are those are visits. That, that is a literal visit. That's not just a feeling that he's around or that. He's, those are visits. Those dreams that you have, and that's why when you wake up, it's so hard to wake up from those. And for the rest of the day, you're just you're so sad because the dream felt so real because it was. It was a real visit, and dreams are the easiest way for spirits to be able to manifest physically in front of you because a lot of times little signs and little things like that I mean they you know you can from heaven you know you see a cardinal you think about loved ones there are those but like when you dream and you physically see them and you physically talk to them it's different it's a real visit and so you have that and that's what he's doing he's visiting them and so yeah and I know it's hard to wake up and I know it hurts to wake up and it hurts the rest of the day because you know like most of the time, those dreams get abrupt, abruptly, um, abruptly cut off. But it's easier than trying to say goodbye in your dream, you know. So they get cut off like that on purpose. So you're not trying to, oh, dad, you know. I lost my dad a few years ago, so I understand. <laughs> I've had a lot and of uh, time. Joanne, there's nothing wrong with talking to him out loud. Yeah, he can you know. Him. Yes, can absolutely. And, and that goes with him. any loved one. Oh, you'll get messages. You'll get messages from from people when you're thinking about them like that through the radio, through signs, you know, just something you read, through just anything. So, you know, you just got to be aware of your surroundings, and, you know, and don't think that you're crazy because there are no coincidences in life. Like, it, it's supposed to happen, you know. It's, 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 it's signs, you know, the universe. Standing Stone, my dad dies when I just turned 13 and didn't realize he was my guardian angel because I had an event where something told me to move on now when I was in my old truck and a huge tree fell where I was. Now, with that being said, can family members be your guardian angels? Uh, yeah, and it's not just your guardian angels. It's your, 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 these are your guardian, these are your past guardians. Your ancestors, your your old loved ones, these people, they're trying to guide you on a better path for you to be a better person since they're not here, you know, and they're traveling through the universe and, you know, they want you to be able to have a a better life 
So they're here to guide you and guard you. And yeah. And oh, did you fall? Careful. Uh, <laughs> uh, Twister <laughs> Witch is in the hospital. She needs some good energy. So let's send all her some good vibes. Hope everything okay. works out for you. Uh, someone told me, uh, told me it was my guardian angel. Uh, yeah, now I have five guardian angels. Now I don't what? know the names of them. I know somebody can tell you the names of them, but why do I have five? I have no idea. Now oh, I have certain, certain psychics on her panel board that will call me up and be like, I got this guy that will not leave me alone. And he's trying to get me a message to you or to your loved one, your mother. Can you do something so he can get out of my place? So it's things happen that way. I didn't mean to cut you off, love. Go ahead. No, I cut you. I was trying to cut you off. Um, people need to remember you think about your guardian angels. There's a little voice that resonates in your head at some point. It happens to most people. Most people have that voice inside their head. Some people do not. I found that out recently. Um, been studying that. But that is your guardian. That's you. That is your soul guardian. Like your guardian angel is you. It's your soul. Your soul doesn't want to you to die. You know, it wants you to live, and it guards you. It guides you. That little voice inside your head, even before your parents moved on, and even before your best friend died or any of that, you had that little voice inside your head saying, hey, go left, don't go right. And that right there is is, is you. It's you. You are your own guardian angel in a sense. Your soul guides you and guards you. And so, so with that, like, you know, you have to be, you are, I don't know, you, you always have a guardian angel. Like, you are, because you always have, you are always protecting yourself. Your soul protects you. You know, like, your soul knows which path you should be going down. You know, you know, most of the time, but a lot of people ignore those little, those little, those little voices in their head thinking, oh, no, it'll be okay. You know, and things happen. You're right. Lizzie, welcome to the show. Uh, yes. Uh, like I said, some people have more than one. Like I said, I have five. Uh, do I need all five? Absolutely, I do. Uh, I wouldn't be here today. So, Ron Parrish, not exactly. They provide guidance. What does that or how they interrupt those or inter? Oh, inter. Yeah, interpret those signs is another thing. Yeah. Well, everybody' perception is everything. The way you perceive the world is the way you perceive the world, and nobody can perceive the world like you do. So, you have to perceive it the way you're going to perceive it. People are going to take it the way they take it. <laughs> now, just because you have a guardian angel doesn't mean you're going to be safe 110 percent of the time. Accidents will happen. Things will will occur. Now, can you call on your guardian angels? Absolutely, you can. Uh, you can ask for help. Uh, you can. Uh, and any medium psychic can tell you that. Uh, Standing Stones, we all want to know if it's not too personal uh, twisted witch. Why are you in the hospital? Everybody wants to know. We're kind of concerned about you. Are you in there for surgery or something, or is it personal? It's up to you. Uh, twisted witch, she loves being an empath. Uh, it scares me. Uh, Sonia kind of pushes me a little bit. I've got another one that gave me a lecture today uh, about a lot of things, but you have to be in or out. Like you tip someone around it, it's just going to confuse you and make it harder 
to know what works for you and what doesn't. I don't know how to explain that any other way. Like it just it's, No, it does. I mean, it does make sense. It's just I'm scared, you know. But there's sometimes like with certain people that can ask a question, like Michael Lewis. I don't even know how that one day I was just doing a reading for him live on the show. And I didn't even know what I was doing until I got halfway into it. And I apologized. I'm like, I didn't mean to do that. It just, it just comes. I used to see auras very clearly. And now my auras disappeared. And now they're coming back as flashes. Uh, They're like flash, 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 flash. And now they're coming back as slow flashes. So. I don't know if they're coming back slowly and I'm acquiring no. them or if it's just me that's turned them off. So, uh, you, uh, uh Twisted Witch says, we, no, just really bad pain from a tumor in her colon. I'm sorry to hear that, hon. Really am. Son's feeling, uh, in his presence. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, Denise says, I heard that your spirit guides or angels are not someone who live here on earth. I don't believe that. Now, there are, is well, some debate on that. I, yes. I could do with that because I've, I've, I've been guided. I don't, my spirit guides are nobody that I know. My spirit guides are nobody that I have met this, this time around, except for my dad, which he died a few years ago. Um, he, he wakes me up. Like, he, he seriously, like, one day, um, one night, something attacked our goat. And he woke me up, and I'm telling you, I don't wake up for nobody. My dad could come down from heaven and wake, try to wake me up physically, and I wouldn't wake up. I'd be like, give me a minute, Dad. But in my head, he woke me up and was like, hey, wake up. I need you to go check on my goats. I need you to go check right now. And I got up. I literally got up, put my shoes on, and got my boots on. And I, I went out, and I found my goat, my dad's goat that he raised, um, bottle-fed hand-raised, uh, in the creek. Something had bit a chunk out of her neck and she had dove into the creek to get away and i found her like that um and if he hadn't woke me up i would have never got up to you know been able to do that right so uh a few nights later i had that goat in the house you know i had her in the house or whatever taking care of her because she went shot he made it he's he still alive she's still out here running around somewhere now um a few nights later, something woke me up again, and it said, hey, go check on my goat. Go check on my goat. And I got up. I put my shoes on. I couldn't find my good flashlight. And I, my, I had my, I had my, I had my shotgun. And my mom made me take the shotgun. So, and then I couldn't find my flashlight, so she gave me her mag light. So here I am out there trying to find my goat, which I already knew when I went outside, like, something was out there. Like, I could, it was something was out here and I know what it was it was a black panther like I've seen it but I just I just knew something was out here and it was it was not cool <laughs> and I was like okay I gotta find the goat and I walked to where the goat's supposed to be where, where they usually are and she's not there and she's always there and at that moment I knew and I could hear my dad's voice inside my head going Sonia he's like he, he just pointed exactly he told me exactly where she was he said go down to the creek where you found Shirley she's right she's right there and I went down the creek and I could hear the I could hear the cat I could hear it and I knew what it was and it, I could hear it walking back and forth in front of me but I had that crappy mag light trying to hold it up and trying to hold my shotgun up I couldn't hold both of them up and my dad I could hear my dad's voice he said Tanya you need to go in the house he said it's too late for Kelly Kelly's the name of the goat he said it's too late for the goat 
just go back in the house. It's too late. And I was just like, no, no. And I could hear that thing in front of me. He said, Sonny, you can't hold that flashlight up and hold that gun up and and be able to protect yourself. He was like, get in, just go in the house. He said, it's too late for Kelly. And exactly the next morning, exactly where I was standing, exactly in the creek where we found the goat. He was dead. It was too late. Ron Parrish says, my garden angel left me when I had a near-death experience. The spirit God sometimes referred to him as a reaper. But he is just a spirit guide similar to an angel. Now, well, what do you have to call? Are they different? Or like, do people call them guardian angels and they're spirit guides and they're the same thing? Would call them different things? I mean, they're all. No, I they're think all... there. I think there is a, a a distinguishable difference. Depends on who you ask. It's. I. I, I think it's your personal belief. Well, that's so, what I said. But now I know that. There is a rotation sometimes on on guardian angels. You don't have the same ones. So uh, I had to have a long lecture on that to try to ras grasp my head on that because when I first learned out, I only had two. And then I had four. Then I had five. And I should have wrote their names down because I can tell you. But I always referred to Kelly because Kelly would, Kelly would be like, dub, 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 dub. and those are the five. She knows. So, well, uh, go ahead. I was going to say, like, if you have those and you know about them, then it would be nice to learn their name. They would, they would probably appreciate that. <laughs> yes, I, mm. I do. Uh, Crazy Witch, you see flashes and stuff, too. That means, uh, Sonia, explain that better than I do uh, when it comes to auras and stuff and okay. how I used to be able to see them and now they went away and now they're, it's not even that. Okay, so people with any kind of like telepathy, any kind of um, psychic abilities or, you know, uh, whatever you want to call it, uh, a lot of us, when we get together, we can start talking about stuff. That's why I told you, like, um, sitting around, like, in a group of people talking about something, you can come up with a lot of stuff that people don't think about. But we start feeding off each other. So you can feed off the energy that I'm putting out, and you can get images in your head of what I'm thinking about. That's how I read people because people are always their story is internally dialoguing in their head constantly it is a sign and that's what that's what son is explaining is uh i used to be it, able to look it, I, I didn't have to actually look at you personally. I can look through the computer and be like, wow, I would see these colors off you. Now, I didn't know what the colors are. I had to look them up. But the regular people yeah. that deal with these, that can explain what colors are. Go ahead, Sonia. I'm sorry. No, I was just saying, like, we all, we all have, like, like I said, a lot of us have these different abilities. And you kind of you, you let yourself go by not focusing focusing on yours you let your you let your you know kind of dwindle off so you're coming back into it now and you're getting snippets you get little pieces of the things that we're thinking about the people around you are thinking about now you gotta be really careful because you'll get snippets of just people's different thoughts and even though they're thinking about it doesn't mean that that's a real thing it, it can be imagination like when you're looking at somebody and they're thinking about something and they might just be a plan a scenario in their head that could have happened and you can see that, so you can't. You have to be really careful when you look into somebody, 
and you see these things in their head that that they're thinking about that you think are real, but they're not really real because those person are just thinking about them. Does that make sense? So you got to be yeah, really careful like about the what movie the Minority thinking. Report. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because it's, it's not an exact science. It's just you have to read between the lines. Some things can could happen. Things that could possibly happen, and not. Not all the time are the things that happen. Now, people have an internal dialogue, which is what I use, because people can't lie in their internal dialogue. Their internal, that's, it, 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 it doesn't lie. It just constantly sits there and tells the story. It's just, it's every moment that you've lived and are going to live telling a story. And that's where, that's where you sit inside of people's heads and that's where you see them. So that's a little bit different than just, you know, picking up on snippets and thoughts because as you, until you learn how to see it, it, you get those snippets. And even when you don't know much about a case or know much about a person and you're trying to figure it out, you get those snippets. You get those what if, what if this and what if that. But once you start to play those snippets in your head, you start to, build like a like a map on which way to go because you'll know which ones are real you'll start to learn that you'll start to feel it you'll be able to learn what's real and what's not and that's where you know you're in that phase where you're just taking up all these little pieces of you know things of, of the what if instead of you know what i mean right uh, ladies and gentlemen we'll be right back <laughs> and we're going to go to lizzie and answer her question Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to another edition of Grizzlies on the Hunt. Everybody's got the day off, and we got psychic medium Sonia in the house. This edition is brought to you by Western Bigfoot and Paranormal Investigations, LLC. Thank you, Mr. Don. Greatly appreciate that. So we are talking about different concepts and everything. Spirit guides. You said Lizzie has Angels. And we're going to Lizzie right now, my dear. So Lizzie <laughs> wants to know, and you maybe hit a button. Uh, she wants to know what happens to somebody when they commit suicide, their spirit guide. What happens to the spirit guide or what happens to them? Well, I'm trying to find where it's, where it's at because you made me hit a button. Well, 
Well, I was going to say, when people commit suicide, their soul just goes into the universe again. They just have to restart this test all over again. I think you get All right, right, Denise, I heard your spirit, guys. Okay, hold up. I'm coming back up to it. I uh, thought I was a proud woman. <laughs> Joanne Jackson, Twisted. Thank you, Ron Parrish. I know that is real. Tracy, hello, everybody. I'm trying to find my list. Oh, Lizzie. <laughs> so here we are. So what about people? who commit suicide, what do their spirit guides do before that happens? You know, I'm not sure. I, I, for me, personally, I think it takes a whole lot of planning and courage to be able to off yourself. Um, like, I don't know. I mean, if somebody's made up their mind to do something anyway, no spirit guide and no person is going to stop them. That's the thing about free will. We do have free will. Uh, and if you're at a point in such depression that you want to leave this world anyway, a spirit guide isn't going to talk you down. So I doubt they would even try. I mean, I'm sure they would, but what can you say to somebody who sits out? <laughs> Joanne Jackson, Twisted Witch, thank you. He used fault. to say that lots in my picture. He's my daughter. My dad died before I had Paige. I hope he knows. He does know. He knows everything. He knows you're talking about him right now. And like I said earlier, talk to him out loud. Uh, Ron Parrish, the spirit guide is not your guide to the light. No, that is correct. That is not your spirit guide to guide you to the light. So, yes. Twisted Witch, Joanne, he knows he did happen to wear glasses or have favorite pair. I pick up on glasses for some reason. So, uh, Twisted Witch is saying something about that. Joanne Jackson, he did wear glasses. Uh, Twisted Witch, did you do a reading or do you have a page? Twisted Witch, I thought he has a proud of the woman you become of and he comes to be your to be by your side and watches over you sometimes, says, I love you and my sweet girl. Uh, I do have a Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Joanne Jackson, all great. So, yes. So, yeah, find each other on Facebook. Crazy Witch. Joanne, that's great. I'm glad I found it, too. We're all here for a reason. Absolutely. But there is a thing called free will. And can you explain that a little more about free will? Well, it's free will. I mean, just what it sounds like. It gives you the will to believe what you want and uh, freedom to do such. Because if people believe stuff in their mind, there's nothing more powerful than that. Nothing. <laughs> uh, Ron Parrish says he developed a sense after near-death experience. I made it to the light, was sent back. It wasn't my time. Everyone has a time now. There are times where it may not be one's time. That is correct. And that time was altered by another soul. And that is also correct. So, um, I mean, some of it's just, some of it's uh, like, some souls are different than other souls. Like you have a lot of star seeds that are on the planet now and they chose to be here. And when they leave this vessel, they'll go into another vessel. Maybe not necessarily in on this planet, but somewhere in the universe. So you, those people go in and out and they, they are themselves in, in a sense, spirit guides. Those, those who are star seeds, there's spirit guides walking here on earth that uh, you know, that are here to help people along. And and a lot of uh, the psychic mediums are, are, are starseeds, you know. Some of them don't know it. Some of them do. But 
they are in a sense like like walking like like guardian angels even or spirit guides or whatever you want to call them that walk here on earth to help people but i do believe what ron says is true i think that you us we humans humanity each has their own destiny and i think we each have our own time on this earth and we are here to fulfill something and we know when we are born when it is time for us to go and yes a lot of people either choose to come back or actually are told it is not your time and they send you back so yes ron you're absolutely right no you just described free will (laughs) you have the free will to believe that and and the free will to believe any of that that's what free will is uh jimmy from uh, appalachian tales of terror wants to know where is his dad So, while she's figuring that out, I'm going to answer the next question. So, Joanne Jackson, um, I always knew I had something. I didn't know what I had. Uh, They always called me a human lie detector. Uh, I was very good on the PD with interviewing and also in the civilian market with organized crime cases and getting confessions and interrogations. And I didn't find out to recently my mom had abilities. And uh, so uh, last year I went on a a spiritual journey and did some things and it kind of opened the door a little bit more. And and it really scared the heck out of me because I can be around certain people and I would just know certain things. Now, Sonia, she can be around somebody and actually know what they're thinking and what's going through their head. Now that would literally freak the hell out of me out. So I'll let her speak on her experiences and so forth. So I'm still in the realm of learning and sometimes I can just pick up things and it just comes straight out. Uh, Am I right all the time? All the psychics and mediums are not always right all the time. we're not always right and you know but that's the thing about working with each other it makes us more it it makes us stronger so when we all work together and that's like that's why you pick up so much stuff when you're around all these psychics and stuff you're picking you're they're helping those energies that you dwindle out start back up i think she's getting her cards out is that what you're doing hon I did. The first, it's funny because the first card is 13. <laughs> All right. This is for Appalachian Tales of Terror with Jimmy Blanton. Welcome. So, Jimmy got 13, the ancestor and the novice. I kind of feel like your dad is with the ancestors, but the novice means that it's somebody who um, doesn't know a lot about something. So wherever your dad is, he he's new to it. So he doesn't know that he's there or he doesn't know what's going on around him. So he's still searching for, so if he's searching for ancestors or somebody to help him guide him through stuff, 
words are really hard for me right now. <laughs> I'm not having a good time with words. Um, I really feel like he's either searching, soul searching, looking for his own ancestors. He just doesn't know where to begin, or that he is with the ancestors and he's searching. Hopefully that makes sense to you, Nicole. I enjoy learning with you all. It's refreshing, refreshing to hear some perspectives and reflect how I feel about the afterlife and spiritual beings. Uh, it's nice to know that. That's what we're here for. Ron Parrish, it isn't their time. We don't choose the time what happens when one commits suicide. I believe it's complicated and one form escapes from one life, which is difficult or may not ease the pain the soul is in. So. And the soul and the body and the mind are two different entities, I believe. The soul, when you get so... When you get so in this like form of depression, your soul will leave your body and you will feel empty. That's why you feel like a shell. That's why you don't feel like a person. And if you can't bring yourself out of that, because no soul wants to sit in a, in a vessel that is miserable. That is not fair. That's not what a soul wants to be. And that's not what a soul wants to be. So when you're in that, that deep depression like that, your soul will wander off in your body. And if you can't call your soul back, then a lot of the times people commit suicide because they're tired of feeling empty. They're tired of feeling that, like It's really weird that you just said that because he just said, too, just keep in mind that it's a carbon-based life form. It's sort of a prison. Once your spirit and soul is released, it's like the cell doors being open. Yeah, that's ironic that you both just said that, right? Yeah. So yeah, that's and, why and some of us are here and we feel that connection. Absolutely, Samantha. You're right. And we can leave like some truth. of us. Some of us can I just some of us live in between those and I think a lot of a lot of us had traumatic experiences that brought us into that. Or some of us have just been born into it. Um my great grandfather was a like a seer and he knew everything and people loved and respected him and he was just you know what I mean? And like um uh, you know, some people are just born with gifts like that where they can just see things, you know what I mean? And and those are those people I think they're here to guide you, you know. And you got to, that's why you can't take everything that you hear from people, you know, to heart. And you can't take everything, but things that resonate in you, you'll know it when you hear it. You'll know it when you see it. You'll know it. You'll just feel it. There's that feeling that you indescribable, that you get it when things, when you're on the right path and when things are, when things are good or when things are great. Not just saying for the moment, but when things are truly settled. Yeah. Jimmy Blanton <laughs> says his dad is alive. So, crazy witch. I agree with that. So, yeah, very interesting. Very interesting. What's this again? What's this? And it goes back to uh, what was his name about near death Ron? Near death didn't Ron? Didn't you have a near death experience? How old was you when you had that experience, roughly? Because I know a lot of people that had uh, near death experiences, and they do, you know, come up with uh, ability. Well, 
Well, I say that, like, I, my grandfather was a seer. My dad was a seer. My mother was a seer. She don't, she, she, she knows she is. Um, but when I was four, my sister tried to drown me in the bathtub. And that's the moment that I remember tuning in to that little voice inside my head. And it was, because it was always in my head. Like, I always talk to myself, you know, people talk inside their heads, right? But this is different. She wasn't talking with me. She was talking at me. Like, I was talking at myself, like, Sonia, get up, fight. If you don't fight, your sister's going to drown you. <laughs> and that's what, that's what resonated in me. There was somebody else in there, and it was like, that's what it, you know, for years, that's what I felt, but it was just me. It took me, it took me a few years to realize that all of it was just me. And I've been guiding myself. Ron? Ron Parrish, my mind, spirit, and soul. Your spirit and soul will leave the mind because the mind is just part of the vessel. This knowledge okay. is in the light. You need to cross over to be enlightened. And he had his near-death experience about seven years of age. Uh, that's mm -hmm. interesting because a lot of people that I know that had their near-death experiences has been under the age of 10. Uh, so that's very interesting. So uh, I don't know if that correlates with stuff. Now, I know other people that have NDEs, near-death experiences, later on in life. And they get the abilities, but it seems like the younger they are, the more tuned they are. I don't know if it's because of years that's passed, but I've always kind of tried to study up on that with people and trying to determine, you know, the yeah, age and so forth. Kids don't, kids perceive the world differently. Like when you're a kid, I mean, you perceive the world differently. A lot of us, like, I don't know. We're not in tune yet. And yeah. The way society is and the way we raise our kids and the way people raise, you know, we're all so disconnected from each other that we don't know what to feel or how to feel. We don't definitely don't know how to feel about each other. That's why we can't get along with each other because it really does take a village to raise a baby because if a baby lives with everybody in the village, if your child lives with everybody in the village, your child would never know that people live differently because everybody that's just the way people lived, and you would know that, you know, growing up. But people live so differently that it disconnects us from each other. Um, we don't live in tribes anymore like we're supposed to. So not having those, that extra energy around you in the form of a tribe, quit. No, go, go. You're not getting any more of that. Go. Go play. He's mad. He wants some Mountain Dew, and I'm not giving no more Mountain Dew. He already had a drink. That's enough. Now, now Ron, <laughs> when when you were growing up, did you notice anything different compared to you and other children or other people your age growing up? Was like any distinctive differences on things that probably were Hi. just different in your head? Uh, he says, "I knew some things were different. I developed a sense of spirits that are still." still with us it, it, and it's interesting the reason why i ask that is because everybody's different and a lot of people say after their near-death experiences being young it they didn't know what was going on in their lifetime they just felt like an outsider uh, that wasn't they said they weren't like other children or other kids their age i was just curious for my knowledge so uh it's just i'm very fascinated with stuff like that so interesting. Yeah. 
I mean, it, it is interesting um, the way people develop things or the way, and it's not the way they develop, like, or that they, it's just being tuned into it. And I think, you know, a lot of times when you have a near-death experience, especially when you have a really, you get stalked back to life, that, that resonates in you. Um, vibrations, all kinds of vibrations do things through the brain, you know, and the body. So, uh, there's a lot of vibration, vibrational therapy out there that is really, really something, you know, that just works wonders, you know, it's just, it's mind blowing what they can do with just vibrations and sounds and stuff. Um, I have a friend, he does these classes, right? And he uses um, the bowls and he uses these other things, I forget what they're called, but he makes these vibrational noises, right? And he can make you, you just lay there and you go into like this state of meditation and he messes with these sounds and he can make you laugh. He can make you start crying and he can make you laugh with these sounds, just with these sounds. And you cannot help it. You cannot help but to start laughing and start crying. And it's, it's wild. It's wild. So things like that, you know, those vibrational things, um, you know, they do stuff to the human body. They they wake us up, you know. They can also set us down in some ways, but I think they mostly wake us up. Well, I know there's a country, I don't remember right off the top of my head, somebody's got a fact checker, but they use uh, vibrations to cure uh, cancer. Yeah. So, yeah or has... to treat cancer. I'll say to treat cancer, not cure, just to make sure mm-hmm. I'm. So, crazy witch. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Crazy, crazy witch. I had a dream last night. A woman who was saying a word that I don't know. It wasn't a person. It was more like something unexplainable. Kind of reminded me of a Roman goddess in a Statue of Liberty type look. Did she have a bow and arrow? That's a really good question. Sounds like Artemis. While he's answering that, hello, Pamela Hockett. Welcome to the show. Uh, Ron, yes, because the spirit and other kids stayed away or feared this spirit is because he was the spirit of death. So now we have Kelly Joe uh, that can actually see the angel of death. Uh, so and she talks about that a lot. So it's very interesting. Uh, Crazy yeah. Witch says no, no bow and arrow. Nicole, wow, that sounds like an interesting dream. It does. It's crazy. Uh, Samantha <laughs> is saying our tenure. How do you say that word? Can you say it? Artemis. 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 There we go. Yeah. Let's see if I can pull up a picture of Artemis up here. It's just, I don't know what resonated in me. I don't even know what that image looks like. Yeah, bow and arrow. That's exactly right. <laughs> it's that time of year. Oh yeah, yeah. It does have a bow and arrow. Uh, he yeah. said I didn't sleep very good last night after that either. So I'll talk. I'll hit you up, crazy witch. We can talk about that. I can. I'm. I'm pretty good at interpreting dreams. Interpreting dreams. Interpreting. I can't even talk right. I might be able to type right though. <laughs> I'm telling you words have not been my thing for the last two weeks. I've been stuttering and not making words and proper sentences. I can't it's, it's been awful. I get tongue tied. Um 
Yeah, buddy. Sorry, I can't. And and and, and watching watching him too and him screaming all the time like he does because I can hear him inside my head and outside of my head. It's very hard to do anything when he when I have when I'm watching him. Because you have to watch him 24/7 anyway, like hands on. Because he will eat everything. He loves paper. Paper is his favorite thing to eat. So. Ron Parrish, I was scared of the senses I was getting. Took years to learn and understand. Over the past decade, I've come to terms with it. I still don't exactly like when the spirit walks up on me. And they know they are not on appreciation there in my mind. I've only seen one, uh, oh, not appreciation, apparition. I said, that doesn't make any sense. I've only seen one apparition just a few years ago. Very interesting. So when you say this, the spirit, does it just walk up on you? Do you talk about the angel of death? Are you talking your spirit guide or what, what spirit are you talking about? Well, if he's seeing spirits, he could be seeing different spirits. It could be different ones. Just, you know. Sometimes, you know, if they know that you can see them, they will present themselves to you. Some, some spirits want to be seen. Some are ghosts, some are spirits. I don't know exactly. I don't know exactly where I stand with that, like, ghosts and spirits being different, like, ghosts being maybe being people that were, don't know they're dead, they don't know how to travel the universe, kind of get stuck. No, 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 no. No. Oh, my God. The safety was going to answer real quick. Yes, an earthbound no. spirit that is not crossed over. Is this the same one, or is this something uh, different, different one, Ron? Pamela says you have to open them up. Uh, some people can just see things, you know. Uh, I know some people that can go to cemeteries and tell you who's walking around. Go spirits both the same or in my realm. Wow. Now, I do not have that ability. Uh, a lot of people what? that does. Do you have that ability where you can see spirits and, and stuff in your realm? Like, what do you mean? Like, can you can see I ghosts see and spirits? spirits? Yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. And they're different. Like, I don't know how to explain it. Spirits feel like, like I said, spirits are older and I, I don't know. Like, ah, it's hard to explain. Hmm. Let us know that you're in charge, but ask what they want to tell you or what they're the same way you can help them. He says different ones, never the same spirit. Are they trying to give you messages or? I think they're not just being able, like if you're around things that want to be seen or maybe they have messages and they think he he can help them, but maybe he's just not in tune with being able to do all that. Well, there we go, ladies and gentlemen. So hopefully that helps you out. And I greatly appreciate her, you know, jumping in and short notice and everything. 
It is a deep thought, Ron. It really is, you know. And there goes my music again. But yeah, uh, you know, anytime that you're dealing with something like this, when it comes to afterlife spirits, guardian angels, it it is. you're welcome, Joanne Jackson. Hopefully everything works out and uh, you get everything that you wanted. Now I'm glad everybody tuned in. And, and thank you again, Sonia, for jumping on at a short notice and everything. And you have a good one. Bye, everybody. Bye. It's a grizzly. Should we get out of here? No. We're gonna watch and listen. Action. It's a grizzly. Oh, ship, should we run? <laughs> no. Action. It's a grizzly. Oh, shit. Should we run? <laughs> okay. It's a grizzly. Are you sure it's not Jim Monk? <laughs> It's a grizzly. I'm out of here. Huh. Maybe it is a chipmunk. It's a grizzly. Are we going to die? I don't know. We're just going to sit here and listen and watch. Let's get out of here, maybe. Ha <laughs> ha